Welcome back to the Simply His Coffee Shop. Today we are continuing our laughter journey because it's so much fun to have friends and family that you can laugh with. So some of these potlucks can be themed. Mm -hmm. So this one church did one with beans. Oh, no. And in their their, announcement it read, A bean supper will be held on Tuesday evening in the church hall. Music will follow. (laughs) 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 That's that old song that reminds me of. Remember? Mm -hmm. Beans, 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 the magical fruit. Musical fruit. fruit. The more you eat, the more you you toot. The more you toot, the The better you feel. So eat beans beans for every meal. meal. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's that's old school. Growing up, I had heard, you know, a lot of jokes in in church about out of the mouth of babes. Mm -hmm. So I actually went through some really old emails that are like, oh, my gosh, some of them are 15 years old. Um, but I, I just found kid funnies that you hear in, and I, and I, I kind of pulled some of them out. These are some of the classics. A little girl in Sunday school asks if the people of Israel are Israelites and the people of Canaan are Canaanites, what do we call the people who live in Paris? (laughs) 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 Little girl stands in front of the church and she says she's going to recite the, the Lord's prayer. She says some of it right. These are the parts she did not get right. Our Father, who does art in heaven, Harold is your name. <laughs> Forgive us our trash our trash passes as we forgive those who passed trash against us. <laughs> and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us some email. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's so That's cute. cute That's so cute. That's adorable. <laughs> Sunday school teacher instructed her students to draw a picture of Mary and Joseph's flight to Egypt with baby Jesus. After the boy had drawn an airplane depicting a literal flight to Egypt with three passengers, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus in the back, she pointed at the fourth figure sitting in the cockpit and asked who it was. The child responded, it's Pontius. The pilot. Pilot. Yeah. Oh, my word. Two brothers were at a potluck when the mother noticed they were fighting over the last dinner roll. She intervened saying, boys, what would Jesus do? When they couldn't pr- produce an answer, she said, Jesus would have said, let my brother have the last in a roll. The older of the two brothers turned to the younger one saying, this is a good idea. Ben, you be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's quick. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty witty. Or be Solomon and split it in half. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a pastor's wife held a special dinner for the women at her church and invited her six-year-old daughter to bless the food. The little girl declined saying, mom, I don't know what to say. The mother replied, it's okay, honey, just say what you've heard mommy say. Uh The six-year-old thought about what she was being asked to do, bowed her head reverently, and dramatically said, Lord, why did I obligate myself to this women's dinner? (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) Ouch. Oh, snap. It's not like I was never there. (laughs) (laughs) Right? A Sunday school teacher asked her students if they knew of a Bible verse that instructed siblings how to treat brothers and sisters. A small child raised his hand proudly and announced, thou shalt not kill. (laughs) (laughs) Everything but. (laughs) Yeah. A conversation between mother and a small daughter goes like this. Mom, why are some of your front hairs white? Because, Cindy, when you do something naughty, it stresses me out and one of my hairs is forever turned white. Thoughtful, Cindy retreated to the dining room table and bowed her head to pray while her mother smiled with pride, expecting the little one to repent. Instead, Cindy prayed, Lord, forgive my mama for her sins. All of grandma's hairs are white. (laughs) Oh. Oh, That didn't work out. Thank you. Last one. Grandpa says to his, his grandson, 
God made you and me both, Timmy. It's just that he made me a lot longer ago than you. Timmy looked at his grandpa's wrinkled face and said, Grandpa sure has improved on this creation thing, hasn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Five-year-old Pentecostal child says, Mom, I'm going to be a preacher when I grow up. The mom says, oh, that's amazing. What makes you say that? He says, this reminds me of Joe, I'm in church every Sunday anyway, and it's way more fun to jump around, run, and scream than it is to sit and listen. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> reminded me of Joe. That's, that's the hilarious. day Joe realized he was called into ministry, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> <Sunday school laughs> <thing. laughs> oh, because she's sure. triggering these moments that I'm sitting here deciding, do I tell that one or do I not? And, oh, holster. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there could be those that would perceive it as total sacrilege without the context of my right. age and everything else. Right, but right. I can just generically say, and then we'll get back to Donna, that (laughs) I I was not at all interested in reverence most of the time when I was a young kid when it came to movements of the Holy Spirit. So if I saw people being slain in the spirit or laughing or falling and rolling, I was just going to have a heyday (laughs) with my commentary. You know, I was calling it like a sports broadcaster <laughs> up in the booth, you know, like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying. You're going WWE. And I wrote about play some of by the, play. In, in my book, Everyday Champions, I wrote about some right. of that, some of the games that I would play. But And people who maybe don't know Joe very well, you also have to understand he had perhaps an unholy obsession with WWF World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. <laughs> so everything was a commentary. He's off the ropes. Okay. He's across the thing. Yep. You know what no, I mean? No, I know, I know, I know. So that kind of commentary was very second nature to you. Okay. It wasn't my, yeah, entirely my, irreverent. J- um, Jason Taylor, who who I have not spoken with in decades, but Jason Taylor, he, he and I, you know, we were into a lot of that. And... And you got to understand the, the back context, and the, I don't, I don't know how much of this helps or how much of this is funny. But our dad was not beyond pessimism, and so like when we would be, let's say, at a revival where he was a guest speaker or something, he would confidentially, I would hear him telling mom his feelings about the seriousness of whether it was a move of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. or whether this was a dynastic preacher that just wanted to sell a book or something. Right. right. So I also, in my defense, <laughs> did not grow up with everything you see in the church is beyond reproach the Holy Spirit. Right. Yes. And so, of course, then you take a kid with like what doctors <laughs> tried to diagnose as severe ADHD and wanted mom to medicate me, which to her credit and to my benefit, she said no. Yeah. I'm in a church. I'm expected to sit quietly and watch, let's be frank, what a child would see as a circus. Right. Yeah. No, People sure. rolling and dun, 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 and, and, and I, I don't want to sound irreverent because there right. are times and places where the Lord is Absolutely. doing something very serious. But when you know, you're divorce nine. yourself from that possibility when you're nine and you're just <laughs> reacting to what you see. It's people falling over and doing cartwheels. There was one lady mm-hmm. that, that said that the Lord had come upon her and instructed her to dance like a gypsy in the middle of the aisles. Yes, I remember that and, woman. And for the record, these were places we didn't stay very long. There are reasons that my dad would either resign or move on or not guest speak there again right. or whatever. But you're, you're in a lot of these Pentecostal evangelical circles. You see a lot as a kid. Yeah. So now that I've given you some context, now I can tell you what I did. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just just to, to, to help you out with that, as your sister, growing up in the same house, being in the same churches, I will tell you that there were many, many congregations 
where dad had, as a speaker, had been asked to go to these churches for one Sunday only or for maybe a two right. Sunday series or whatever. And they were very first Corinthians 14 churches, the place of chaos where Paul wrote, a person will come in and they will leave that church saying, these people have lost their minds. Yeah. They are crazy in there. That's the kind of chaos that we saw in some of these congregations. So anyway, but that then even that begs that we the question: Why would Tom Horn go there? Because he was an itinerant preacher who had been asked to go speak once or twice. Right, and his right. feeling was, if any part of the Holy Spirit can get through uh, something, that he would go and then share that, that that he stood the chance to maybe help some of these people. Yeah. So anyway, it, then you get into like withholding the, the truth from the people that maybe need it the most, right? That was his view of it. We're going to go and evangelize everywhere that God opens doors. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so getting back to what I did. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like nine. And as Donna correctly uh, established a moment ago, a major WWF. It, it, today it's the WWE. When I was a kid, it was the World Wrestling Federation, not mm. World Wrestling Entertainment. Huge fan. Tons of the figures. Wrestling figures was my childhood. We didn't have cell phones. Right. Video games. Not at home. You had your imagination, a musical instrument, right. in your bedroom where you would play with action figures. So I get this kind of commentary in my head, right? He goes off the ropes. He drops the big leg drop. He gets the one, two, three. Oh, my gosh. He's retained his title. He's going. This is the kind of, you know, you're listening and absorbing <laughs> wrestling all the time. So clearly <laughs> I had no choice when I'm <laughs> seeing these churches that Donna describes right, right. to do that with Jason Taylor. Obby. My hands were tied. You're seeing this stuff play out, and it's, oh, my gosh, he went down again. I don't know if he got hit in the back of the head or what took him down. Will he be down for the 10? <laughs> no, I know they're counting down. Oh, he comes back up at the last minute. The match will continue. Sister so-and-so enters the scene. She's, oh, wow. part of the, she's the 13th participant in tonight's Royal Rumble, and we're keeping it about like this. My mom, Joe. <laughs> Poor mom. Got to pipe down for a minute. <laughs> And the lady with the blue hair is back at it. She's come back in. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> Joe, shh. <laughs> and the pastor shows up with a microphone. He comes in from behind. Nobody saw it coming. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? 100%. And, and then, you I know. Survived I, I survived it. I survived I don't know if this goes out if people will feel completely different. I've done everything I can to put it in context. It's a obnoxious little kid. Um, you know, in my mid-40s, and you should be proud, I have outgrown. What? What? I have outgrown my willingness to do that when I attend church now. Oh, just, when he attends church. It, it, okay. it, should, it should be said that I, I no longer do these things. But as a kid. <laughs> and then there was, you know, lassoing people as they were following down. We would imagine, you know. People would fall down or something in church. And again, as a kid, this is totally foreign to me. Outside of the context of church, you never saw people at the grocery store. Just you never saw down. people right, at right. school doing these things. Right. But I don't want to make a mockery because, you know, some of these encounters that I then went on to write about in uh, Everyday Champions are 100% real. And one Absolutely. of the only Absolutely. times I experienced sure. like an actual supernatural touch from the Lord happened when I was nine at one of these events. Right. And that is why... 30 some odd years later, I know that it was real because right. to yeah. this day, I could not have manufactured right. the, the circumstances yeah. that took place when the Lord touched me on my forehead. And I still remember this feeling of weightlessness and floating and was unaware that I was now on the floor. 
I tried again when I was 12 and 14 and 16, going through summer camps. Yeah. Big revival. I tried to, Lord, are you there? I'd like another experience that I can kind of. Right. Never happened again. One time, I have one, I have one story, and it was when I was nine, and I was incapable of being uh, in that headspace or self-conjuring feelings right. of elation or waiting for that. Was that it, Lord? Was that you? Was that you? It hit me while I was at the altar thinking about, and it's burned into my memory and a part of my book, Everyday <laughs> Champions, thinking about Adrian Adonis versus Tito Santana. Because yep. <laughs> I watched that match live at the Portland Memorial Coliseum in Oregon. <laughs> and it was Tito Santana, and he's chopping Adrian Adonis in the chest. He's working him over into the corner. He's, he goes off the ropes. He's into the turnbuckles. Wait, no, Adrian. Bing. Right to my forehead. Right here. And it was, uh, it was the pastor that, that had it. told so many lies and was discovered later to be a total yep. hoax. Mm -hmm. And that was the, the other layer of the whole lesson mm -hmm. was that it's not always oh. about the surrogate. Right, right, sure. right. Yeah. Or, or the fact that you're, the it's not the messenger. Right. It's that God will, he will yes. do what he's going to do right. when he does it. Right. Yep. And he come down the line and, I'm, yeah. and he's praying for people. He's doing things. And, and uh, Adrian Adonis, he's really, oh, no, Tito Santana chopped it. Bing. Very it good, was good testimony. Yeah, out of out of this crazy show today. Now we've got into something <laughs> meaningful. We accidentally said something meaningful. What? Well, that's part of the whole show, though, too. And I think Donna has brought a few verses on what the Bible even says about laughter and laughing in the Bible. So first, uh, a couple of places in, in Proverbs, it talks mm -hmm. about joy and laughter and stuff like that. But I thought specifically Proverbs 15 Verses 13 and 15 were, were uh, very eye-opening. And I brought them in the NLT, the New Living Translation. A glad heart mm. makes a happy face. Yeah. A broken heart crushes the spirit. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Oh. Here, here's That's another powerful. For the despondent, every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Oh, wow. that's a good one. Good. I, I mean, just enjoy your life. Yeah. Here's one that I absolutely love that, that people quote all the time, but they forget the implications about this. This is straight out of the mouth of Christ here. Your Messiah said this. <laughs> These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in yeah. you and that your joy may be full. And yeah. we say it all the time. We hear it all the time. Yeah. Stop and think about what's actually being said here. These things I've spoken unto you. In other words, the teaching that I have imparted unto you is in part so that you can have a happy life. Right. Yeah. Now, prosperity preachers have destroyed this. They've sure. taken it too far. Sure. Jesus came to fluff your pillows. It's all this nonsense that, you know, it's not yeah. at all true Christianity. But, but if you can remain reverent about it, you can realize that in this moment, not only is Jesus saying that we are allowed to laugh right. and yeah. enjoy our yeah. lives mm -hmm. and to the fullest. Right. right. Yeah but also that he knows what that means. Yeah. So for a moment, erase this, this somber, sad, depressed exactly. idea. Because yeah. The one in the paintings, the Jesus in the paintings, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have this idea that, you know, Jesus just kind of walks around depressed and, 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 and the most hearted. joy that he ever shows is when he says, bless you, my child. And he's just sad all the time. Okay. <laughs> so, so, he knows what joy is. Right. He's one with the Father. He's speaking of joy. Right. Mm. He also, just putting this out there, <laughs> scholars like to call it hyperbole or hyperbole if it's mispronounced, where Jesus will, 
I like to call it when the day Jesus used sarcasm. Imagine this moment yes. where you're surrounded yes. by religious spirited Pharisees and the disciples that are just drinking this in. Jesus actually has the boldness in front of this crowd to say, you want to worry about what your neighbor's doing? Take the log out of your own eye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you want to worry about the splinter in your neighbor's eye? Take the log out of your own you can't yep. fit a log in your eye. That's right. exaggeration. Exactly. Jesus had a sense of humor. Yes, and he also sure. knew how to execute it in such a way that it was going to leave a very Mic remarkable drop. stamp mm -hmm. on yep. your memory. But also, there's some humor in that. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Yeah. Sure. Let's be honest. <laughs> Scholars will say hyperbole because they don't want to be irreverent. And I understand that. I don't want to be irreverent either. But that's sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just sarcasm. It's funny. Uh, lastly, I'll say, for those who <laughs> believe that Jesus never laughed, that's Remember good. that Hebrews 4, 15 through 16, describes this thing, this anomaly where Jesus is God, but he's also the son of man who has experienced everything, everything. Yeah. that yeah. we right, have right. experienced yeah. is joy and laughter. Cracking up over the yeah. silly thing you saw your friend do. Yeah. Or somebody runs into a wall. Or somebody sits down on a, on, on a log next to the fireplace outside Jerusalem and the log rolls over and right. they biff it. Yeah. Right. Is that or is that not? Those kinds of things, part of the human experience. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Then Absolutely. you know Absolutely. Jesus belly laughed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Well, we're well, created in his image. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. In the image of God. Yeah. That's right. You know. Well, and the thing that comes to mind, too, on that part of it is when Jesus allowed the little children to come up to him. Absolutely. So he was playing with them. And I always think Joe always chases the kids around. I mean, uh -huh. you hear screaming coming. You think somebody's dying, <laughs> literally. Yes, that's true. But no, it's just Joe chasing all of the kids and he has this chase game. So. What was Jesus doing with all of the children that came up to him? You know, there he was probably playing with them. Right. Yeah, he was right. throwing them right. up That's and true. chasing right. them and doing Aww. fun, happy, fatherly type things with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, he does it to our kids and he does it to his nieces and nephews and always has. But it's always been this this game that he's played with the kids. So I always imagine Jesus doing that to a degree, too. And that would have been a really fun thing to watch. Right. right. To see. Sure. And it's just adorable when all of the people try to intervene and he says, no, 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 no. Don't mm -mm. stop those little kids mm -mm. from coming to see me. Forbid yep. them not is what he says. Yes, well, because it, in the pictures and stuff, it always depicts him holding the children like he's teaching like he's them te or right. he's telling them a story. And maybe he was telling them a story. But if it's anything like the stories Daddy Joe over <laughs> here tells the kids, then who knows what went on with that? You know, it was probably very interactive. Right. So that just yeah. gives me a happy thought, too, to think about that Jesus wanted the little children <laughs> with him and he wanted to play with yeah. them for yeah, a little for bit. Sure. There's a there's a, a picture called Laughing Jesus. You can Google it. It's just yeah. a very famous, I can't remember if it's a painting or it's a drawing, but it's him throwing his head back and it's having a, a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that image yeah. because yeah. if we're going to follow a savior that can relate to us in our humanity, I like the idea. Yeah. I think it's adorable. The idea that God in the flesh yeah. had moments where he threw his head back and belly laughed with the best of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean? you know he I had a sense of it. humor. Look at the platypus. <laughs> like what is this you know what i mean oh, yeah. so you know he had a sense of humor <laughs> oh man 
So like this was way back before everybody had a cell phone in their back pocket. We mm -hmm. had a house phone that hung real close, just kind of neutral. Mm -hmm. uh, this one particular house we lived in that Joe started this little trick that he would play. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, it hung right in the kitchen and it had a really long cord. So every time that phone would ring, and we never knew who would call. Because <laughs> I mean, there was no caller ID. There was There's no, no, no This was pre-answering machine. <laughs> this is right. And oh. it could have been You anybody. had to write down somebody. <laughs> call. Yeah. And don't forget, you know, we're kind of like <laughs> in between different things. And could be that my husband is going to get called to go preach right. at a church or what have you. Oh. So the phone would ring, and I would go to the phone, and he would beat me to it. <laughs> Run as fast as he can. He would grab the phone and go, in the name of the Lord, and then hang up. <laughs> in the world. In the name of the Lord, and hang up. I'm thinking to myself, I have no idea who that was, Lord. But if they call back, I suppose I'm Could supposed to talk. Could have been a church wanting Dad to tenure or any Somebody's number. in the hospital. Oh, the any, pastor anything. Lord needs to come Could and pray. There were many times I tried to discipline Joe when he <laughs> would do dumb things like that. <laughs> Just saying. And I'll never I forget the time. This is this is not like a church-related thing, but I remember the time when he played El Cabong with his guitar. That was, uh, he had this old guitar that somebody had given him. Do you Your remember? mom. My mom gave you the guitar? Your mom, Wanda Duncan Coe, gave me this uh, acoustic guitar. And so you were playing with it one day, and you played El Cabong, and you threw it over the back of your bed and busted it all up. I'm sorry, that, okay, so El Cabong, that was somebody from the church who'd give me that one. Okay. But I had El Cabong, and <laughs> then the one your mom gave me was Spider-Man. Okay. And I just jumped off the back of the bed through the back of it. So this is a, so he's done this I... twice. I remember the El Cabong one more than the other one. Okay. Because I think it's because I took action on that one, <laughs> tougher than the other one. Don't ask me why, maybe it was after so many People years. are hearing you say El Cabong, though, like... It was like a, it's a, word, a drug it lord or something. No, it's a little cartoon. <laughs> a little cartoon. And I can't even remember much about it if I have to, if I have to Google it. But he would play guitar and he would bang it over people's heads. Oh, okay, okay. It was a little cartoon. I must have got that oh, in my okay. head or something then. And he would hit the, his, you know, yeah. cartoon mates over the head. And that would <laughs> kabong. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> so I'm with you. He's playing El Kabong with this guitar. Anyway, the gist of it was I got really aggravated with him and I brought him in and I could not keep a straight face. <laughs> I, I, and it's like he says, if you've That's ever the seen the movie Clifford. That's the worst. There's, the, the, he just, this is Joe. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're trying to get me to make a normal boy face or to yeah. pay attention or whatever. Yeah. And I'm literally normal. incapable. <laughs> I'm trying to. He's trying to give me that face that he cares. <laughs> and he just didn't. Can't find it. And I can't, can't find, find it. it. I, I finally can't. honestly had to send him to his room because I couldn't even get to the bottom of the discipline. So it's go into your room. You, you were trying not to just burst. <laughs> that and I didn't believe you because I could see lot. that you were breaking down. No, and his other trick was those big old puppy dog eyes, which I've seen your girls Thomas do does it, well, too. Really? It took oh, a yeah. lot of work and a lot of time to get my mom there. But eventually... Yeah. Then you anyway. knew she was serious. But I mean, it took a lot. It took a lot. Yeah. Once she was serious, then you would deploy. <laughs> Operation. <laughs> <laughs> the puss in boots eyes. The yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to talk about Joe and phone antics. I've got to say one more thing. Remember when, again, speaking of our 
grandma. We called her Granny, your mother. Granny is the only name we ever knew her by. She called one day and Joe answered the phone and she said, now listen, Jojo, this is a very important message. God, do you have a pen? Yeah, I got a pen. Do you have a paper? Yeah, I got a, I got a paper. All right. Now you got to take this down word for word. It's very important. I how how old was I? Oh man, fifteen, tw- thirteen Somewhere to fifteen. In there. And you're and you're yeah. I got a pen. Okay, so she and then the message was really long. It was something like she had heard from the Woodburn auction, something like some horse you wanted to buy but you had to act fast. It was or yeah. something like that. It was really long and it was very just lots of words and things. Yeah. And you got to tell her this. Now make sure she knows it's the number is 315 and she's supposed to call this number over here. And it's got to happen by this time of day. Do you got it? Yeah, yeah, I've got it all. Wrote it down. <laughs> so you come <laughs> home later and Joe's like, Granny called. And you're like, what'd she say? You're like, and Joe's like, here's the message. And it was just Granny. Remember that? Oh, wow. <laughs> just a piece of paper that said Granny. It didn't even say what time she called or anything. Just <laughs> granny. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. You wouldn't work as an oh assistant. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mish? But it was a very detailed message. It was spelled correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally just a piece of paper that said granny, granny on it. That's hilarious. <laughs> it didn't nice. even say, like, what time she called or anything. No context. Yeah, man. Donna and I got to laughing so hard one time. I was 17 or 18 driving a lunch truck route. You see these mobile kitchens with the doors that open up and then you stop at a construction site and you honk the horn and the, the construction guy's coming by a pop and a burrito and whatever. I drove one of those. And she was riding with me one day. And I had this thought because we had laughed about something and I, I got to think, you remember this day? This was one of the most epic laughs of all time. Like, And, and we ended up in a tailspin where we couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it was run away because breathe. of how we got there. This is how we got there. I said... <laughs> I said, you ever think about how, how dumb it sounds that people laugh? <laughs> You're like, why did oh, God no. create? Remember this? Yes. We're just driving and we're pontificating and really exploring. <laughs> why the laugh? <laughs> and I gave a couple of alternative examples of what a laugh could have sounded like. Like a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the world. Uh, or a turkey gobble. <laughs> <or> <laughs> yeah. Why the thing where you... Ex- like, ha, 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 ha. Like, what... what? And it's universal all around the world, despite race, age. What, when a person laughs, that's what you get. Slight variations of ha, 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 Right. And for some reason, one of the examples of what laughter could have sounded like if God had just decided it was going to be different, <laughs> set her off, man. <laughs> and exactly. And then she starts laughing, and then I'm laughing to her laughing. Right. And then we realized we're doing the it contagion. right now. Yep. We're doing the sound that people make right now. Yeah. And we couldn't get out of the tailspin. And I was so close to having to pull over because I was running out of oxygen. We were literally. Because <laughs> I would almost recover, but then she's rolling into her next. <laughs> Part of the reason we couldn't stop was because we realized, and this is pure DNA, same parents, that you and I had the exact same ha ha ha. Oh, that's right. That's right. We kept trying to stop laughing, but then we would do it at the exact same. It was like it was like in harmony. It was crazy. Yeah, like lung capacity, expression, cadence. Right. We had just almost. 
You too? Oh my gosh, the same timing? No, I know. At the end it was there you couldn't even get the breaking like ha ha. It was just Have you learned anything? Absolutely not. People tuning in like, what has happened? What has happened to this show? My expectation that I would learn anything at the Simply His Coffee Shop. Well, I know the Horn family has problems. Right? Joe has ADHD. Right, right. Oh my well, gosh. we have learned, though, that it's good to laugh, right? Oh. Every once in a while, and I know this has been true for me, when I'm going through a really frustrating situation or I'm just really stressed out, when I get together with my ladies or with Mom and Donna, we laugh. And that's just yeah. so good because oh, it releases critical. so much pressure yeah. just to get those good laughs out. And that's why we wanted to do this show today was just to, good to laugh because it's good and healthy for us mm-hmm. to yeah. laugh and have a great time and to just release some of those emotions because laughter truly is the best medicine and it's good for your soul to, to do so. So have we laughed enough yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but we but we will have to come back next week. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week in the Simply His Coffee Shop. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.